You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's Hello. It's oh. your, it's no, no, it's fine. It's your boy Steve once again for episode one hundred and thirteen, not four thirteen. Even though today we're talking about, even though Homestuck is going to be a big part of today's episode, <laughs> but um, like I said, this is one hundred episode one hundred and thirteen, and this is awesome. Um, today, today I'm with someone who who was in that same exact panel that that uh, that past guest on this show, Mister Stray, and past guest Dita De- Gaisley Ghoul was on. Uh, they were both on my podcast, but now we're with the leader who led that panel. We are here with Darling Kane. <laughs> Darling Arachnids now, actually. I'm changing it everywhere, except for Discord, because Discord won't let me change it. But yeah, I was previously Darling Kane's. I think for that panel, I went by um, Lehimited. I don't know. I had a few username changes over the years. I really have. But that, but that panel was from... Two years ago, so <laughs> that was 2018. Yeah, I think it was limited because I did. Um, I started doing Darling Kane around like to like late 2018, like December, like early 2019, like December January of that time. Mm-hmm. So, like for that convention, it, like it would have been something different. Do I know exactly what it would have been? <laughs> no, because I'm a dummy and I forget things. So, uh, so man, uh, no, we, no, we got, no, we got, we got to kick it back though. You got, you got to tell me, where did all the cosplay begin for you? Like, where did like where? What's your story in cosplay? This actually came up on my Facebook memories the other day. I started cosplaying seven years ago. <laughs> Seven years ago? I was a freshman in high school when I first started cosplaying. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I've been, like, I've always been a fan of anime. Like, ever since I was, like, 12. And when my friend, who was a senior while I was a freshman, um, her name was Gabby, she was like, yo, there's a convention here in Lafayette. Like, do you want to go to it? And I'm like, well, let me talk to my parents about it and like my parents let me go for some odd reason and I was wearing I was cosplaying L for my very first convention ever L from Death Note Mm -hmm. and I was wearing a white Walt Disney sweater inside out so that way it was just pure white I had to wear it inside out I was wearing a pair of my dad's jeans with a belt so that way they were baggy on me Mm -hmm. and like my hair I didn't even have a wig I had my own hair like, I had the fronts long and the short back, back short, and I had it teased over, and it was so, so cringy. <laughs> like, I've done L since then, and comparing the pictures of L to old L is just, it's so cringy. But I had a, I had a blast. That's where I first found out what Homestuck was. Um... There was a card cat cosplayer, which I recently realized was a card cat cosplayer. Like, looking back on that day, like, I was hanging out with them. I was hanging out with some, like, um, 
some striders. I think there was a Dave that I was hanging out with for the day. Um, my friend um, Gabby like went off, did her own thing, and I went off, did mine. She was cosplaying Misa. I was cosplaying Elle. So we were both from Death Note. But we ended up like just going off, doing our own thing. And I found the Homestucks. <laughs> I didn't know what they were. The most embarrassing part of that convention, since I didn't know what Homestuck was, and I was like, you know... Um, a child, an idiot, and very immature. Yeah. They had a Mina cosplayer with her trident, and I was like, hey, nice staff. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I, I really wish I knew who that person was so that I could, I could apologize. Because <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just passing minding their own business, and this child's like, hey, nice staff. Ha 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 ha. Get it? And then just runs away. <laughs> Oops. But, like, as the con was winding down, and, like, me and Gabby were waiting on my dad, I was sitting with this, home, like, this car cat cosplayer who was telling me a little bit about Homestuck, like, encouraging me to read it. And one of their horns broke, apparently, so they had to, like, they'd clip the other horn just to the middle of their forehead on yeah. their wig. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I'm a unicorn, ha ha ha. Like, that's, like, the most that I could remember from that convention vividly. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, seven years ago. And so, if you were that car cat seven years ago that put your horn on top of your head, please message me, because I actually really do want to hang out with you, and I know I got your phone number, but I completely forgot it and never, like, lost it. Like, that was seven years ago. Wait, wait, wait. But... So, wait, so you so you had the phone number to this car cat, but why don't you just call him then? <laughs> because that was on, like, a flip phone that I had seven years ago. And do you still have the number now, though? No. <laughs> Did you, did you take a photo of it? No. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> I was an idiot and I completely forgot about it the day after. Not going to lie. No, it's all like, right. Like, I completely forgot about it. Oh, man. And so, like, the the next year, I begged my parents to go to Louisiana May again. Because, like, it was Louisiana May that I went to. I begged them to let me go again the next year. And, like, this time, I, Gabby had already graduated. So, like, I was going alone. My very first Homestuck cosplay ever was Terezi Pyrope. I had a really short black wig that I cut the bangs on very, very shittily. Like, it was kind of at an angle, so I had to, like, angle the wig on my head to get it look right. I actually bought gray paint for this and made the horns. Like, that part looked pretty good. I did, like, the teal blushing and everything. Mm-hmm. But I was wearing a, um, a black tank top that I painted the symbol on. And it, it was, like, some really weird olive khaki baggy pants that I had. Yeah. With it. And, like, that that's what I wore as Terezi. <laughs> and know. I wore that with some, like, um, Briska glasses that I, like, made myself and was, like, had against my horns. My horns ended up breaking off the headband, so I had to punch the other eye, of, um, other eye out of the glasses to, like, use them to secure my horns on top of my head. <laughs> And so, like, that was chaotic. And that was the first time I actually hung out with, like, a group of Homestucks while knowing what it was. That's awesome. So, so you go from <laughs> Death Note to Homestuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean I've abandoned Death Note. Like, even though I've done a ton of Homestuck cosplays, like, I've still, I've done, I've redone um, L, and I've also done um, Beyond Birthday. Um, I actually kind of traded... Ellen for Beyond Birthday because I kind of like my murder boy better. Yeah. But I still do plan on going back to cosplay L. Like, I still have um, 
the wig that I like my Mina wig that I had like I, I use that for L all I do is like flip some of the hair over and pin it and like it creates that really nice like anime look that he has in series yeah so like my Mina wig is literally just my L wig because I do eventually want to get a new wig for Mina if I ever cosplay her again because I have to redo her entire cosplay I have nothing left from it do you uh do um, when, when you were, um, no, speaking of Homestuck cosplay, that day, when you were cosplaying that Roxy, that day for that panel, when you were just walking around the convention in that cosplay, were there people giving you looks and you were just like, okay, guys, just move along, or, you know, this way, you know, were, were you like, were you, were you, was it, was it uncomfortable? Was it uncomfortable? I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in my own body, so, like. I wear crop tops and shorts a good bit as is, um, so I didn't feel uncomfortable in that cosplay. I didn't notice any looks at me either, because like I was mostly stressed and trying to get the panel to like be less of a train wreck than that was. Like it could have been a lot worse than what it was. I was just trying to not make it a total failure. Mm -hmm. So like I wasn't really paying attention to like. I guess how other people were perceiving me. I did comments under the YouTube video though. Can we get a count of how many times Roxy has to pu pull her shirt down? Because I've had to pull it down so many times. Yeah. Like I need to remake a new Roxy shirt. Like I love the design that I had on there, which I got off of Google. So unfortunately I can't really credit the artist who did those fancy. Cause there is an artist that did like really fancy versions of the kids signs. Mm-hmm. So, like, unfortunately, I can't credit that artist, because, like, that was a really fucking amazing, kind of hyper-realistic version of Roxy's cat on her shirt. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I really like that design, so I'm going to try and put it on my next shirt. Maybe not. I'll see how lazy I am, and if I want to, like, do transfer paper or paint it myself. But, eventually, I'll make a new Roxy. She's just not really my priority right now, but... As far as, like, feeling uncomfortable in her, I'd say, like, not really. I've worn an entire cat suit before for the sake of Homestuck. I want to be wearing another cat suit for the sake of Homestuck, but this time with less fabric on it. Mm -hmm. but, so but, it's, it's really not a big deal for me. Yeah, but, but, I'm, saying, but I'm saying, like, people, like, what, I mean, like, because obviously you watch through the con in that cosplay and in, in the panel. I'm, I'm talking about, like, there weren't people, like, staring at you or whatever because, like, you know, you were Roxy and it was a different kind and all that stuff. You weren't getting, like, weird looks at you during the convention, right? Oh, no. This was, like, a time period where, like, not a lot of people knew of Homestuck except for, really, the people that came to So, not, and not, people weren't like, oh, my God, that's, like, a totally different kind of Roxy. Like, people were like, oh, look at that person there. I wonder what character they are. That's, like... <laughs> People, not a lot of people knew what character I was because Homestuck has become a thing. Yeah, it became lower. So like, yeah, so like character-wise, I didn't really get a lot of like stares about that. That's good. That get that because because I like the cosplay. You did a great job on it. Um, <laughs> um, Fun fact. For that panel, I was supposed to be Rose for the first half and then Roxy for the second half. I literally had my change of clothes in my bag to do it, but because they put the panels back to back without a break in between, I wasn't able to do that. 
because some of my panelists were supposed to be the um like we're supposed to be the beta trolls and beta kids and then we were all supposed to change into the alpha trolls alpha kids save for the people who came already as the alpha trolls alpha kids so that's like that kind of threw a really big wrench in our plans Mm -hmm. so that's why the panel was just like a mix of alpha and beta so we didn't have time to go change yeah that that's fine but like um no i mean that that's i mean that's such a such a tight thing but but like i but i want to ask like how was the lead up like what was the process of i know i'm talking about this panel a lot because you know this is where i figured out about mostly all of you guys but like um but like how was the process like from st- start getting this panel and getting everyone and then doing it like was it like was it like oh like like oh the starting is going to be pretty cool and getting everyone's going to be hard but this panel is going to be really good or like step me through so the way i set panels up basically like i apply for it at the convention like online like at their website and then i go like yo I'm, I've applied for a, pan, a panel for Homestuck. Does anyone want to be on it? This is the general idea of what I want it to be about. Then people message me and I mark them down as characters and whatnot. And then usually I get approved for my Homestuck panels at MechaCon. Like I've worked with them for years at this point. I've put in a panel like after the, uh, the deadline and they let it through because like it was one of my Homestuck panels. Yeah. And so, like, that's how well, like, I'm in with these people. And I, I love the um, crew of MechaCon so much. They're, like, really amazing and really sweet. But um, I basically just put it on Instagram, like, yo, doing a homesick panel. Here's the basis idea. Here's the characters that are already taken. Because I do talk with it to um, Misfit Stray, actually, and my friend Dara, um, well, my friend Bob, um, who goes by the Paradox Turtle on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Me and those two have a group chat together, and, like, I'll talk to them, like, yo, because we actually have a, a group that we're planning for MechaCon's ball next year. It's going to be a homestuck group, and, like, it's a little thing that we're doing. We're doing it for the ball, and it's also going to be a little photo shoot we're doing. Um, I don't really want to go too much into it, because I do want it to kind of be a surprise. Yeah. For, like, it's, it's going to be surprise content. So that way I get a lot of clout. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't ever get clout, but <laughs> so I talked to them about it and I, I'm like, yo, we're doing this thing. And usually they're like, okay, well, we're definitely in on this. These are obviously the characters we're going to be. Cause usually we kind of have set characters that we like to do. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of fit together and then fill in the blanks. But this year is going to be a little different because I have, oh, I need to go actually that panel i'll do that later um i have until next year anyway it got pushed back but i have a very secret idea for the panel only a handful of people know about it um and that's like the people who are going to be on the panel so far yeah and i will i am going to say about it is that it's going to be condi and the grand high blood being super with myself as her Imperius condescension and my aforementioned friend Bob as the Grand High Blood. Now, I'm going to try and get Misfit Stray to be on this. 
as like one of the um contestant I guess I could say as one of the contestants for this panel and like I'm gonna have to obviously try and find other Homestuck cosplayers which I'm gonna reach out to my friends first that have done panels with me before like the um the Dave strike the Dave that the car cat the car cat was sitting on mm-hmm. that is like my friend Chelsea they are from out of state they usually fly down for the convention and like they're another one of my friends that I only ever get to see at Mecca. So I'm going to see if they would like to be on the panel as Dave again. I'm going to talk to my friend Quinn because they've cosplayed Cronus for me in the past whenever I was a fairy. Um, if you actually, that same person who did the, um, who videotaped the panel, if you mm-hmm. go on their page, the more, um, you'll find like the meetup, the fairy and the Cronus that are like just jack shit doing nothing. Yeah. That's me and my friend Quinn. Like, I love them to death. I still actually have that fairy skirt, and I'm staring at it, and I'm wondering why I didn't throw it, because it's very short. Wait, I could actually use that now. Oh, I have... <clears throat> but, like, I usually reach out to my friends who I've done panels with in the past before I open it up to the public. Mm-hmm. Just so that way, like, since I've worked with them before, like, if they do want to be on it, I'm obviously going to offer them, like, yo, here's the thing that we're doing. If you want to be on it, let me know. Like, I haven't opened it up to the public yet. Because, like, y'all, they've worked with me for so much in the past on projects like this. And it's just a nice thing to do with your friends, I guess. I, I completely lost my train of thought on that. No, it's fine. I mean, like... I'm the same exact way. I mean, like, if I if I lived near you or if I were ever to come down there for a con, I would totally want to be part of your panel as Equus because I cast by Equus. <laughs> and that would be fun if if that's if if I like that's if I would would make it down there to join in one of your panels, which will probably not happen, but it would be cool. Uh-oh. Okay, come to MechaCon Omega. This next MechaCon that they're having is the last MechaCon that they're hosting. They're not hosting any more after this. Come down, party hard. Let's make this panel more of a train wreck than it's already going to be. Because like last year, the secret thing about this year's panel, it's also going to be rigged. I'm going to rig it. <laughs> to, fit whatever, to fit whatever endings I see. It. Because it's going to be multiple stages. It's going to like... I say multiple stages as, like, it's going to be stage one, stage two, stage three, like, not actual stages, but, like, that you stand on, but, like, planned stages. Yeah. So, it's going to be, and this t- this style of panel, I was in before, as me, um, back when Homestuck was still really big, because it was in the biggest panel room. Yeah. And I believe it was for Louisiana May when they changed locations one year baton rouge i really don't remember i just remember i was mina and like weeks before they were like yo do you want to be in this since you're like the only mina they have and i'm like why not and so they sent me the material i needed to go over and whatnot and like kind of prep for and like whenever the panel came it was like okay i got this and it was it's, it's a really simple format but it also requires 
like just the smallest bits of audience audience participation while still engaging with the audience like it's minimal audience participation but uh, uh, maximum audience engagement which is like really what's needed for panels nowadays especially stuck but i am going to be doing more than just homestuck panel next year that'd be cool like i am i am going to start branching out if anyone watches Shira, I am going to do a she try to do a Shira panel, and it's going to since it's going to be like way months from now. It's obviously going to have season five spoilers, but like I'm not going to say any spoilers, but like the panel will eventually. No, because I was gonna I was gonna say if if, and I'm saying if that happens, I'm probably that that probably won't happen. It probably won't happen, but if. That happens. I, I could like freaking like try to sign up for my for like another for like I don't know when Mecha when is Mechacom? What month is it? I could search it up right now. Because I'm not sure if they updated their website yet is the thing. They have um because of quarantine they had to move it. So I'm not sure if they updated their website about the new dates yet, because I'm not sure if they have new dates yet. Because I was gonna say, if it's before July of next year, like, then like, like freaking, like freaking, I could sign up for like my third Cyber Time by panel, and I can have like you and freaking, in the Ter- the Terezi from that panel and Misfit all in the panel, and if I could just be like, <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Like in my first ever out of state Cyber Time by no, my second. Out of state cyber time by panel I ever done. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the website right now and it says um, it only says 2001 and it, um, I went scroll down a little bit more and it says that registrations are temporarily suspended pending the announcement of the new dates for 2000. So they still don't have the new dates yet. But was MechaCon coming up, so that's why they had to cancel it. Uh, MechaCon was actually supposed to be. This month, I believe, either this month or next month. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that sorry that it got canceled. It got canceled a good bit ago. Um, but they had to wait until like a certain time to officially cancel it because of contracts with the hotel. Mm-hmm. And we're not sure if it's going to be in the same hotel actually, because we don't we don't know. If um, the hotel will allow them to do just one more year there because of everything, like, we have no idea. And I can't really talk to my friends who work for MechaCon about it because it's all incredibly hush-hush. Like, it's all, like, business stuff that us people aren't really allowed to know, which is completely understandable. No matter how curious we are, it's not really... The business side of things isn't our business. Yeah. So, like, I have no idea when or where it's going to be now, um, but I do follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I'm also constantly checking their website, and I also have my friend who, like, tells me, like, little updates now and then that, like, people already should know, like, or are going to be knowing within the next day or two. Like, he just gives me the updates a little early, because, mm-hmm. like, he knows... I do my panels and everything, and so, like, it gives me, like, a little leg up, like, setup and whatnot. 
Well, 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 look at well, look at you being on, being being on top of being on top of everything. <laughs> I say as I completely forgot my entire costume from last year. <laughs> like, I put in so much effort into getting it to look super good because I have a um, a new cat suit for Condi, a new like leotard thing. It's it's a PVC pleather looking thing yeah and so it looks really nice i have some really like nice looking glittery pink ribbon on it and i had gold ribbon on it as well i had my little cape it looked nice <laughs> i forgot it at the apartment Oof. the day i left for MechaCon, <laughs> and then my matching red glare forgot her horns and her cane so i had to improvise an entire costume at the same time that they were trying go like we were going around, because like we were on a time crunch. We had to hurry up, get into costume for the panels mm-hmm. last year. And so we were going around the compo, like, hey, do you have any paper and masking tape that we could borrow? Like, we have paint up in the room. Like, we found the cosplay repair station. Hurry up, made some horns, went up to the room, painted them while they were drying. We improvised me an entire costume out of, like, other character stuff that I had. And, like, while that was going on, um, we added a little more paint to the horns, and then we were painting each other gray, because I had to get not only my, um, my arms done, because, like, I had gloves, and it was sleeveless, so at first, the only, like, part of my arms I would need to paint is just, like, one section on each arm for my original costume. No, I had, I was, the only thing that I had condi-wise was a halter dress with an open back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I have to paint both of my arms entirely, my entire chest, my entire back. So I had two other people helping paint me while I'm painting my friend Bob. It's, um, <laughs> and it was wild. It was completely wild. Um, after the first panel, when we had the break that we were going to do this photo shoot at. Yeah. As we were heading to do the photo shoot, Bob's horn falls off of their head. Because we latex them to our foreheads. Bob's horn falls off. We didn't have time to go up to the room. We went straight to cosplay repair. Like, we shoved that on there with some eyelash glue. Yeah. <laughs> went to our photo shoot, had to hurry back to the panel. And then, as soon as the panel was done, we were walking to the hotel room. We were ripping our horns off our heads, taking our wigs off as we were heading to the elevators. <laughs> like, we were done with Homestuck that day. Like, <laughs> it was such a mess. It was so chaotic which honestly i was i well i walked into my room yeah after we got back from the convention and everything and i looked over to where i put my costume so i knew i wouldn't forget it yeah and it was still there because i forgot it even though i put it there so i wouldn't forget it yeah and that was like i was so disappointed in myself (laughs) for forgetting the main part of my costume Yeah, because it was last year, and that was the same year I did um, Bunny Suit Chris Hansen. Who's that? What what series is he from? Chris Hansen? um, He's from Datelines to Catch a Predator. Is that underrated anime I never heard of? It's not an anime. It's It's a show on Dateline where... They, um, basically set up steak houses, stiff houses, or something like that. So where it's like, oh yeah, there's a child here, 
Like, the child, quote-unquote child, because it's an actor that's trying to lure these guys over there to arrest them because they are predators. They prey on children. Oh. And Chris Hansen's the guy that, like, kind of, like, so, like, what are you doing here? Like, what's in the bag? Like, why were you sending these messages to someone that you thought was underage? And he pulls out, like, printed out screenshots, basically. Like, he's the pedophile slayer, and I love him. But I did hit him, I wore, I, I wore a bunny suit as him last year. It yeah. wasn't for very long, because I was getting tired. But, um, it was hilarious. No, no, when you, when you were explaining, like, you and your friend, like, literally ripping off your wigs and your horns, like, literally getting to the elevator, I could just see it's just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> you know, just, oh, yeah. like, some guy, like, actually, he's like, ripping off your horns, ripping off your wigs, it's like, I am doing homesick today. <laughs> just, like, as we were doing it, some, like, older lady cosplayers just, like, I feel you. Like, they didn't say anything, but, like, they looked at us and gave us that looks, like, they they understood our pain. <laughs> Maybe not our exact pain of being homestuck, but like the pain of like just wanting to get out of a costume now. What um can I can I uh, if, if it's alright, could I tell you my panel experience? Hell yeah. So my very first panel I have ever done was last year and in a and let me and let me in for a little history and just for a little back history. I've been going to con since 2015, and I only did my first panel last year. And Damn. and um, I went there, and it was Dice Show Con 2000, 2019, Obviously, um, it's it's a con that happens in Wisconsin in the Dells, and it's at Kalahari, so you know how that is, and. And so it was my cyber time by panel. No one showed up besides the people I roomed with and people that were friends of the people I roomed with. And um, it was very small. Uh, yeah. I did my second ever panel ever at um, at Count Out Delete the next month after in December in Rosemont, which is where Anime Midwest and Count Out Delete and those kind of cons are held. That's like That's like our version of like the convention hub for anime conventions here in Illinois, pretty much. Yeah. And um, I did my second Cyber Time Bite panel where I had two of my friends on there, and one was Homestuck, and one was Voltron, and I was my OC. <laughs> and it was kind of it was kind of like your panel where where it was like fan interaction, but except it was it was kind of toned down a lot to like the dial was like like on three, so yours was on eleven. <laughs> But like, but but you're but when I look at when I watch that panel, when I see that panel, that's goals for my panels. <laughs> Tron. What? What's that? Oh no. Oxy wig. That was. There's, like, just slightly adjusted. Wait 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 but wait. But like. At the time, that was literally the best I could. But if I could go back with some of the stuff that I have now, I would have made it so much better. To me, that was a cringy train wreck. But I love it. I love that cringy train wreck. <laughs> Honestly, that's what Homesuck's all about. Just being a cringy train wreck. 
That's all Homesick is. Homesick itself is just a train wreck. Yeah, it's a, it's just a one big cringy train wreck, but we love it. <laughs> More like we can't escape from it. Let's be real here. Yeah, it's... It's not that we necessarily love it. So we have no choice. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that you're you're right. I mean, it's you're right. You're not you. We're not lying there. We're not lying there, fam. <laughs> freaking, freaking, uh, freaking, uh, Homestuck is is a lifestyle. It isn't a choice. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's not a lifestyle. Like you can just like quit. You got you. You stuck with it forever. It, yeah. It's like it's like when you're a Homestuck, you're a Homestuck for life. Oh, yeah. So, for my Condi cosplay, and my Pacey's cosplays in the past, yeah, I've always had, like, different types of ear fins, because they would at least break. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that, like, I have found a type of ear fin that should last good. It's not like I'm hot gluing anything together, like, gluing anything together to where it could, like, fall apart or anything. And I've made a sim a single test of it, and so far, like it's working really well. And it's posable, too. Yeah. <laughs> have a posable fucking ear fin. It's just the one that I made as a test is a little small. Um, I have craft wire and packing tape, and that's pretty much it. I have um. Uh. I mean, no, I, I'm on the no. I'm on the ask. Um, in the when I was watching the panel video and you guys were all standing on chairs, just literally, just like putting your arms oh up. Like, what was that? Like, why were you guys all just doing that all of a sudden? Um, we were t posing. I forgot the reason why. I just remember like what we were doing was t posing um, to assert dominance because it was meme at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. So we were t posing to assert dominance. The, no, that's just... I was on the chair because I was trying to assert my most dominant dominant. That should be that should be framed and and no, that should be printed out, framed and be called Mount Homestuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I was I didn't go to this panel, but uh, there was a panel at one of the um, because it was on the last day of the convention, and I didn't go to it the last day because it was a smaller convention. Mm-hmm. But I remember some Homestuck cosplayers um, made a chair in the hotel room. I mean, in the panel room. Mm-hmm. Like, took all the chairs in the panel room and stacked it on top of each other. Yeah. Um, that was super chaotic. Why would they? Why would and you do that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm. I, I think they got in trouble for it, but I'm not. Well, like, I'm... it was back in the olden days of Homestucks. Yeah, because like it was just when I when I just started out doing panels. Were were you were you looking at that? You're like, that's not going to be my panels. Well, it happened after my panel. Like it happened the day after my panel. Um, but like, the person it was run by wasn't that cool of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, at all. Like, I'm not even going to say his name. Yeah. Because I don't know who watches this stuff, and it. Might be triggering, just um, but he wasn't a cool dude. 
whatsoever. And he did get into a lot of trouble for other things. And so I'm just assuming he also got into a lot of trouble for that. Well, I'm well, he 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 was trying to probably he was tr- probably trying to look cool in front of everyone so he didn't cramp his style. Oh yeah. Most definitely he was trying to look cool. But that's just how he was. To um um what cons have you been to outside your own state? Um the only con I went to outside of my own state was PAX South in San Antonio a few years back. Um, and that's because, like, my friends invited me to go with them and was like, yo, we have a hotel room and everything. Ride with us. The only thing you have to pay for is your your um, pass to get in and everything. Like, it was a little pricey, so um, I only got, like, a one-day pass. But... That's the only convention I've been to outside of my state, and it was a really good experience. But would you would you want to come to like Anime Midwest or Con oh. Delete? Oh yeah, I definitely want to go to more out of state con. That's definitely on my to do list. I just don't have money or rides. No, you. I no, am no, and you, I don't. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. Where? But but like you, Misfit and in in the Terezi should just ride together up to Midwest and I could have that we could like then like I could have you like if you guys want, you guys can come into my panel and you guys can be in my panel and like you can guys run your panel here. <laughs> oh yeah. If I were to have a panel at MA with Midwest, it's gonna be a critical role panel and I am going to be forcing my, that Terezi, once again, to be the Caleb to my death. Last year at MechaCon, the um, first day, I believe it was, we um, I was cosplaying Not the Brave, and I made that Terezi be my Caleb. It was really completely thrown together for Caleb, because they have no idea anything about Um, I kind of threw together stuff, but like my Not was a little more put together. Um, I do want to cosplay Veth in the um, yellow sundress, like, after she's been returned to her normal self, because, like, I love Veth so much. Yeah. I would kill him. I, um, I actually, I'm actually part of a D&D session myself that, that gets, that runs every Thursday on, uh, on YouTube on this channel called 3.5 Geeks. And and I, it's not I'm not part of their group or their podcast. It's just like I'm just part of their D and D session. Hell yeah, yeah. Me, Misfit Stray, and that's Rezzy. We're all actually in a D and D group together ourselves. You are. Yeah. Can I like? Can that's I... like. Um, our DM is like one of my favorite people in the world, and. They were like, um, does anyone... Well, at first I was like, yo, I'm gonna be DMing a thing. Does anyone want to join? And, like, they all wanted to join. Um, the campaign I'm DMing has been hiatus indefinitely. Because I need to rework a lot of the stuff for it. Because it was my first time DMing it. So, I um, jumped head in, which was... But then, like, halfway through us, like, trying to go through what I, it's, what I was trying to call a campaign. Alex was like, yo, I'm going to be DMing 
thing, do y'all want to also join? And so we all just kind of jumped, shipped over to Alex's campaign. And we've been playing that for a while. Our campaign's currently on a hiatus because of college. There's a time skip that we need to all work through. So mm -hmm. we need to like have individual sessions. And I'm very excited for my character. Because I'm going to go kill Pat. Yeah, because because uh, I was gonna ask like um, I was I was gonna ask like do like do you guys all live close enough to each other in real life like to like to just you know drive to like to meet up somewhere like in real life and not have to do it over this? Kind of yeah. A lot of them team would meet up and then I would call in because they live like a few hours away from me, and I don't have a vehicle so I can't really drive myself over there. Yeah, we do all live close enough together. That's really cool. My my character, uh, my character that I uh, that I play as um, in this campaign that I'm part of is his name is Darvin Golfsky, based on a character another character I made that's not D and D called Jimmy Golfsky, and Jimmy Golfsky is like a ladies' man. <laughs> And Darwin here is is like it's like green hair, badass warrior from wherever this campaign is taking place. <laughs> yeah, my my character, um, her name's Vapor, the Triton. Um, Triton. I was playing her as a dream, but I'm, through the time skip, we came up with like a good enough story-wise reason as to why she would change classes. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be a cleric. Because this was like my first time actually playing. So like, I just picked... I originally wanted to be a warlock because I vaguely know about warlocks. But someone else already picked warlock. I think Misfit Stray actually picked warlock. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go with druid. Because I totally know what that is. Um, I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't, I like druids, but that play style isn't really for me. So, I was actually talking to the DM yesterday, like, yo, can I, um, would it be possible for me to change classes during this time skip? And she's like, well, you would need a really big reason to, and I'm like, my brother's dead, he was the only reason she wanted to become a druid in the first place, and her god is like, yo, I see you killing pirates to avenge your brother, and I think that's cool. And she was, and Alex was like, yeah, sounds good enough. Fuck yeah. And now I get to be a cleric. So lately I've been researching clerics to, like, get it all nice and nice. Because I do like the idea of cleric better than I like my character being. It's just, not that it's just a lot better story-wise, because it definitely is a lot better story-wise. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Druid didn't fit my character and her personality and everything. I, I, was... I just picked Druid because it sounded cool at yeah. first, and I was an idiot who knew nothing. Yeah, that that's, that is really cool because I, I I'm on the ask if it's okay with if it's okay with you and hopefully with the other two, um, that like. Do you, would would you guys want like like do you think like all four of us could like try to start up like our own campaign or are you guys already busy with your campaign as as well as mine? 
Oh, I would be down to go with another campaign. I I like to do as much as possible. Um, my only question is, um, what kind of bard would you prefer to have a campaign for? A cheapling bard or an elven? Uh, what are the bards again? I'm sorry. Tiefling or elf? What's the uh, what's the difference? Would you want to play with my my character, Pipsy or Seamus O'Reilly? Seamus, his name is Seamus O'Reilly. <laughs> his name is Seamus O'Reilly. I like that name, so him. <laughs> he's my elf bard, and he's completely entirely based off of the song called "Another Irish Drinking Song." But I'm replacing Irish with Elvish. <laughs> so it's another Elvish drinking. And that's how he came to be, because I was listening to that song with Dana. I gotta... I gotta make... So his name is Seamus O'Reilly. He has curly, curly orange hair that he has into, like, a small little ponytail. And he wears a sparkly blue button-down shirt. Um, with a slightly darker sparkly blue vest over it. <laughs> And he wears khakis. Well, 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 here, well, here's the thing. I can, if you, I, I can make like a whole different character for art for for me, you, Misfits, and in uh, Bob's campaign. <laughs> and then I can use Darwin for the other one I'm doing. But I can make a whole new character for our campaign if you want me to. I mean, whatever is whatever. Like, I have. So many characters that, like, I want to play as, but, like, Seamus O'Reilly deserves to see the light of day. Well, be sure. With just his name alone, he deserves Just, Just be, yeah, then be, no, you should call him Seamus O'Shanty. <laughs> but Seamus O'Reilly is just much, much more stereotypical. <laughs> oh, man. Uh... But yeah, I mean, like if you if you're down for that, I mean, I'm down. You could be the DM even because I I don't know how to be a DM. I know you know you have the DM skills, so you could be the DM if you want. And I and I got dice and everything, but like month. What? Well, I mean, I can learn. I can learn how, and then we can do it that way. <laughs> Heck yeah. I mean, like, I mean, but but the thing is that we have to do it for this or something else because um because you know I don't live close enough I don't live near any of you guys so I can't so we can't do it in person. Yeah. Well, since quarantine, we've been um doing our other sessions just over Discord, and that's how we started doing our sessions was over Discord. Until we, they realized, like, wait, you go to college here? I go to college here. That means we must be close to each other. And then they started meeting in person. Yeah, because so we started out over Discord. That's really cool. Because No, because I was going to say, um, I know this website for D&D. It's called D&D Beyond. And when you, you make an account on there. And unfortunately... I prefer Roll20 to D&D Beyond. Just because Roll20 has, like... A good bit more content, and you could have like visual maps on there instead of just your character sheets. Because I have an account for both. Oh, you do? Like, yeah. Um, I actually voted for Sam Regal in the D D Beyond President campaign. 
I, I just I just know about D and D Beyond. I didn't know there was Roll Twenty. I thought I thought there was just D and D Beyond. <laughs> no, there's Roll Twenty. Um, you do have to pay for stuff on both of them, but Roll Twenty just seems a lot more put together because you can have everyone's character sheet on there as well as everyone looking at a live map that you put on there. Like we've played with Roll Twenty before. Like I played with D and D Beyond before and Roll Twenty, and I honestly prefer Roll Twenty. Because it's just, it's a lot easier. Like, if D&D Beyond were to put, like, a map mechanic on there to where everyone in the party could, like, see the map live, that'd be great. But, like, D&D Beyond's really only good for character sheets, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But you would also don't have a lot of freedom for that. Whereas for Roll20, you could put any race in any class in your character sheet without having to buy the um material first like on dnd the the uh the, the cool part is, is that if we if i make a group for me you misfit and your friend bob uh for our session I, there's actually a bot where 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 like if you don't have like the real dice on you you can actually you can actually have yeah, a bot. I, heard, I heard about that new feature i think sam did a commercial about it before they went corn yeah, so so we can. Yeah. But yeah, are you down for this? Oh yeah, I'd be down. What? Uh, I guess I no. Since we're on podcast and everyone is hearing this, I guess we can we can go over like, what what like what do you think like wait like, like. I guess it, that all of us should be involved in what the story and all that should be, but like, what kind of story would you like it to be? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I was, I, no, because when is it you, you, you actually made like a Homestuck character, a D&D character? <laughs> they actually have Homestuck. Like, they have a Homestuck, um, Roleplay tabletop game. They act, that it actually exists. Really? Yeah. Do you play um, it? Um, no, I can't. Under, I I can't understand the mechanics just by reading them. Um, a lot of the times I learn by doing, and I can't learn by reading, mm-hmm. which is why like I'm not a good DM. Um, because it's just one of those things that I have to watch first before I do. Mm-hmm. And the rules for Homestuck at D&D, basically, is um, all just written. And it's not like I could find anywhere to watch anyone play it to, like, kind of learn watching. And so, we haven't. You haven't touched it. Let explain everything. So you, I can't. I just like I. Yeah. So you haven't touched it really, then. Nah. (laughs) 
So, but well, I would low key want to do a campaign with everyone as like tritons or some shit, and like have a completely underwater campaign, or like a mostly underwater campaign, because that just sounds like really cool, like an underwater fish. campaign. Something like that. I don't know. I just I feel like tritons deserve more attention because I'm finding out that they're really cool because like. My character Vapor, she's a Triton. And I love her so much. And I just... Tritons deserve... But, like, there are... There is a homebrew race that, like, I've been kind of having my eye on lately. Yeah. That, like, I kind of want to... Like, make a character with. But it's homebrew. So, like... I'm not, like... It's it's homebrew, but it's the arachnes, the spider people. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a really big thing with spiders. Like I love spiders so much. I was going to get one as a pet at one point, but like I moved around a little bit and like didn't have a stable enough place to put a spider. And I didn't want to get a spider in the middle of all that because I would just stress her out and kill her. You um. No, so so I so I feel like a campaign that you would want to do a campaign like between like a forest and the water. I either want to be fish person or spider person. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Give me fish or give me spider. Problem. Sorry, my cat. So 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 I'm get so I'm guessing if, if we go on some kind of water campaign, if I decide to be a human, which I probably won't for that, I would have to be in a submarine. It'd be like. And, and have, like, the, the little thing on the inside that goes, like, ding! Ding! Maybe. <laughs> Just, like, I, I... I feel like there's not a lot of underwater stuff done in d Like, not a lot is focused on, like, the ocean aspects of D&D. And it's just... I feel like it deserves some attention. But at the same time, I want to be Spider. <laughs> And that's the Verska Kinney, Kinney in me saying that. I want to be a spider. Be a water spider, man. Like, there's a, um, I play a lot of Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online, Skyrim, Oblivion. Like, I play a lot of it. It's, like, mostly my life. Yeah. But, um, there's this character in the entire series, in the franchise, um, she's a Daedric prince, so she's like an all-powerful being. Her name is Mafala. She's the god of lies, sex, and murder. And she is part spider. And I really want to cosplay her. And like, make a giant spider butt that opens and I put snacks in. So I can tell people to eat my ass. Oh, and then god. I just open my butt and hand them snacks. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like it's go it's going to be a giant spider, but like it's going to be like a really big prop project for me. Like I don't know when I'm going to do it, but like I have plans written down for this, and I've never planned a cosplay like that before, except for this character. But like, like my version of Mafala that I want to cosplay is like also very close to the kind of spider I want to like play as for D and where it's like, um. Basically completely human, but with a giant spider butt attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's that's the kind of spider I want to be. The hot spiders. Oh, no, do you, no, oh, God. You gotta hear this. Oh, 
So that concept that you were just telling me, when I was at Dice Show this past year, there was a hotel room that literally, that literally was called, was literally like a, a, it, man, I feel bad saying this, but like, like it was a, it was a butt eating party. Oh damn! It like, it like, there's like, I had a friend who I had on this podcast who actually saw, who wasn't in the room but saw it, saw it walking by, and supposedly there was like people in the circle cheering, up, cheering them on in the room, and there was like loud music and lasers and lights in there. Oh, my God. I think I heard about that. That's like one of the, wasn't that? I think I heard about that just through the internet. Because there was a lot of stuff at that convention that went down. At, oh, at Dice Show this past year when I was there? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. And it was another convention I'm thinking of. <laughs> I should, no, I should just send you, like, the, the articles and the news about it. <laughs> oh, no. It was just crazy. It was It was crazy. And on top of that... At Anime Midwest last year, people ju- people were so- there was like people that were drunk who who literally punched a humongous hole in the wall of a ho- in the wall of the hotel last year. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, someone that I had the unfortunate opportunity of knowing um, at one of the MechaCon put knives oh, in oh, all oh. four walls of the hotel room, the ceiling, and the floor. Why? <laughs> uh. No one ever found out. No one knows why he did it. Uh, people found out what he That's one of the reasons leave that particular hotel. Or it was, like, rumored that that was one of the reasons Mekahan had to, like, switch hotels. Because, because of the violence? Because the destruction to hotel property done by one of the attendees. That's that's terrible. I'm, I'm su- oh, yeah. I'm su- I am surprised that Anime Midwest hasn't changed menus at this point because someone punched a giant hole in the wall and people were praising it. <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. Like, people, you shouldn't damage your hotel and hotel property if you're at a... I mean, did you see that on the internet when I was getting memed around? Like, like there, the giant hole in the wall was getting memed around? There was a lot of stuff that got memed around. I can't remember all of it. I have, I have like terrible memory to begin with. It was bad. Like 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 pe- like um I for- I forgot what happened. I think someone told me what happened, but like I forgot what happened. And and I think they got in trouble for it, obviously, but like it's but still they're still willing to host at that hotel. So it's happening. Well, it's not happening this year, probably. I mean, they, they haven't said it yet, yeah. but it probably ain't going to happen this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's see here. We've been going for an hour and two minutes. <laughs> oh, damn. I had so much fun talking with you, though. You're an awesome person. <laughs> you're, you're awesome. Thank you so much for having me here. No problem. You're, um, just no, just like you're, no, just just like I said, the misfit story on the podcast. You're, she's awesome to talk to on this podcast, and an awesome person. And same are you. <laughs> Thank you. 
I am a train wreck disguised as a human. That's why my panels are all train wrecks disguised as panel. <laughs> train wrecks. Oh man. Well, let me let me do my outro and I'll let you uh, do yours. Uh, so I don't have an outro, so you go on. With so thank you everyone for listening to Cyber Time by 100 episode. No. Blah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Cyber Time Bite, episode 113. You can find me on Facebook at Cyber Time Bite. Follow me on Twitter at NostalgiaVamp. Buy my merchandise at Redbubble.com, where even you know the spork is the most. You know that the spork is the most powerful of them all. You can find on. You can find it under Crash Steven Gear on Redbubble. I have sporks up the yin yang because sporks are the best. Um, how about you? Uh, my Instagram and Twitter are both darling arachnid, like arachnids as in arachnid, like whatever Briska's and Homestuck's handle is. It's just darling arachnids. I don't have any merch to plug, but if you want to buy me shit, I do have a uh, links to my wish list. And there, so if you want to, like, feed my dice addiction, go <laughs> dice, right ahead. Dice addiction. I have so many dice. Like, I really do. And I just got a new pair in yesterday because I completely forgot I ordered it months ago. And my friend came dropped it off. That's awesome. That really is. It was oh. supposed to be pink, but it's blue. Like, I ordered a pair of pink sparkly dice. My only pair of pink dice. And they sent me blue. But... But yeah, um, thank, thank you everyone for listening to this awesome episode. Check her out. Check out my stuff as well. And I hope all of you have a great day. Have a good one. Yeet.